to Leco Leglis Lakai. I am your host, Nike Leniska. The T is silent. It's your girl, Tina. And today we have a special guest. I'm going to let Nike introduce her. This is my mentor, the best graphic designer, creative photographer, artist in all of Boston and America, in Haiti, and all of <laughs> <laughs> everything in between. Um, this is Miss Fena Fenelon. I guess you could introduce yourself with your own intro if you have. If oh you my have gosh, one. putting me on the spot. Yeah. Um, my name is Fena Fenelon. That is the real name. People think it's fake, actually. Yeah. Um, they don't believe it, but it's F E N Fena F E N E L O N. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I am the CEO and founder of So Phenomenal Agency Group. I know y'all heard that CEO. 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 Period. She don't work for nobody. Nobody. Put some oh respect Lord. on her name. Lord. See it? Like that. Yeah. CEO and founder of So Phenomenal Agency Group. And um, yeah, we specialize in branding uh, for pivoting and new, um, new businesses out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, dope. So today's episode is going to be about purpose. We will let Fena do the honors of revealing our topic of the day. So go ahead and pull that um, thing off. I still forget what it's called. Ta-da! What is this called? Yeah, something like that. Where you put, my dad said the name, but it was mad fancy. I didn't know what it was. It's to cover the hot food when when, when you're away. So it's an iPad. Yeah. So this is an iPad for obvious reasons. This is something, a tool that you use often, huh? All the time. Yes. All the time. Um, and she witnesses it all the time. Yes. She has so. the new iPad. It's really cool. I love that thing. If you're going to have an investment, please invest, especially your new design, invest in an iPad. Yeah. A really good one. It's very expensive, but so yeah. So what are we doing with this? So... <laughs> It's not even on. No. It's not even charged. <laughs> I'm hip. Is this something that we'll why, do to uh, represent the episodes? Um, why is she exposing us? Um, so I don't need to turn it on. You just, it's just, this is the actual. It's just yeah. symbolism. Okay. Yeah. It's just symbolism. I'm so um, sorry for exposing them both. So. It is, it's fine. It's symbolism for um, creativity, creating, um, <laughs> you know. And we want to do something that was relevant to you and what you do okay. on a day-to-day. And when I asked her what is something that you always have on you, she said you always use the iPad. Yep. So. Yeah. Sometimes both of them because I got two. Oh, you got two, like period. Eight devices I got, I got two of literally everything. I know you just got mad passwords in your head right now. I actually have it in my note. The notes in your phone, mm-hmm. I have one whole page dedicated to just passwords only. Okay. And that's just to, uh, yeah, we yeah. that. Basically. All right, so I guess you could start off by just telling us your story, how you got to where you are, and stuff like that. Um, the best way to describe my story would be that if I could title this, if this could be a title to a book, it would be Firing Your Way to Your Purpose. Mm. Literally, okay, look out for that book in a couple years. It's okay. coming. It would be literally yeah. Firing Your Way to Your Purpose because. Mm. For years, my friends have always said, you're not meant to work for other people. I was working at an insurance company for years, uh, for years. And I got to a point where I loved the job when I first got there. And then after that, I was just like, it got to a point where I was I was no longer happy. Didn't want to go. I was showing up late. And, you know, I, I knew something was up because I got to a point where I wasn't really doing my job properly. And I remember talking to someone and saying, like, it's either they're going to fire me or I'm going to quit. I didn't have the balls to quit because I had bills. Right. Like, we have bills. And so um, I wasn't going to do it. Um, 
one time they we were working remotely. This is way before Corona. It was back in 2017. Yeah. I was working remotely, and they said, "Hey, finna come in," and I said, "Cool, cool, cool." And I was probably there until maybe 11 o'clock. They called me in. Can we have you in the office? And I was like, sure. And they was they were like, oh, um, unfortunately, we would like to let you. We're gonna let you go. Oh God. And I was like, okay. And I could hear the tremble in their voice. They were super. Ooh, get guys, spider. Is this a this is this is this? Lovely. I don't drink soda on Lovely. a regular basis, so. Um, yeah. So. Um, yeah, so there was a little tremble in their voice when they were telling me that yeah, I got they fired. Were they, they were shook. They were they were scared they because they it. they're firing a black woman. Yeah, and it looks bad. They don't know what my circumstances black are. They don't know matter. if I have ten kids at home. They don't know nothing. Yeah. And so, um, literally, the second they said you're fired or we're letting you go, I literally said thank you. Oh wow. And I walked off and I went to my car, blasted off. I blasted my gospel, and the song I actually played was "You're Mighty" by J.J. Harrison, and. Um, and that was it. Literally, I in my mind, I said, I'm going to look for a job. I'm going to look for a job. I'm going to look for a job. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I felt like the Holy Spirit told me, do not look for work. And mm-hmm. I was just like, oh, okay, I'm, just, I'm not going to look for work. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went to Thailand. And when I went to Thailand, everyone was like, oh, you're going to go back to blogging. I did blogging years ago before it was a thing, mm-hmm. before people were called influencers. So back in 2008, nine, I was I had a blog. And it was called Phenomenal diva, phenomenally deep. I don't know, Basanji. But all my friends was like, "Go back to blogging," and I said, "I I hated blogging, but okay, mm-hmm. I guess." Well, why did you hate blogging? Um, it was high demand for those who started to read my stuff. Yeah. And see my photos and oh. follow me. Um, at the time there wasn't really Instagram. There was I had a blog spot, and the second I took a break. People were like, oh, I haven't, I haven't heard from you in such a long time, mm. and I was just like, well, I don't like to be, I don't, I don't want people waiting for me to put yeah. out stuff. So I'm yeah. like, that's a lot of pressure for me. I was it's just like, it's not yeah. that serious. And I would just say it's worse now with social media because like worse. people are hitting you up from every. App. Oh, and it, if you're not consistent, worse. you're gone. Yeah, like you've you've disappeared from people's minds. Yeah, and you know what's what's funny is that I'm in the branding agent. I'm in a branding field now, and consistency really is key in regards to anything that you do. Consistency mm-hmm. is key. But I don't like to post all the time. I post stories, but I don't post yeah. on my actual feed all the time. But anyway, so I come back from I come back from Thailand. I got mad content. I got mad photos. I got mad stuff. I'm mm-hmm. ready to start my blog up again. Um, I went to. I emptied out my 401k. I said I don't know what I'm gonna do, mm. but I'm just gonna empty it out. I bought a laptop specifically for design. I didn't know I was going to go back to uh, put myself back into design school. I bought a camera. And I was just like, I'm going to start taking photos. But I never touched it. Like, mm. I just bought the camera, bought the laptop, and didn't do nothing with it. Um, eventually, I ended up going to a, what's that thing called? A, a Claire Somers. I don't know who you, you know who that is. But she's the CEO and founder of Fashion Bomb Daily. Oh, cool. She came to Boston, and my friend was like, Fanta, go, go, go to her. Mm-hmm. Go see her speak. And I said, all right. I mean, I'm not doing anything. I go see her speak. I saw somebody I knew, and she's like, hey, I need a website done, but the person I have doing my website, he's taking forever. Um, can you do it? I was like, I've never done a website for anybody, mm. ever. And so she, I told her that. She said, I'm going to take a chance on you, and I'm going to pay you. 
So I I was not working except for this little website. I said, hey, you know, I charge you a little measly three hundred dollars, and uh, now I look at him like, yeah, yeah, that's measly for my time that I took on that. And um, when it was time for her to launch it, she was like, this is amazing, this is beautiful. I can't wait to tell the world that you did this. And I was like, I'm not sure if I'm ready for the world to know that I do this because that means I'm exposing myself, yeah. that I'm fired. Yeah. <laughs> like, no one himself. wants to yeah. know that, you know, I, like when I when I left my job, or not left my job when I was forcefully forced out of the job, yeah. uh, I didn't tell anyone I was fired except for my close friends. Because you were embarrassed? The, a part of it was like I don't want people to know that I'm not working. Yeah. So okay. yeah. So Absolutely. there was a sense of embarrassment. Instability. Yeah. Instability. Inst- yeah. Instability. So, um, but yeah. So she did that, and people were hitting me up on my Facebook DMs or IG DMs like, "Hey, so I saw you did so and so's website. Do you do business cards? Do you do logos? Do you do all of this?" And what was sad is that I was like, uh. Um, no, I'm not in the position to do that. I have no expertise, mm-hmm. but I had to talk myself out of it. Literally, after my best friend, she was like, "Stop saying no. You clearly have something going on that you can do something using your gift, without having the professional experience prior to it. But you have a gift, and you can still be able to pay your bills with your gift." And when I stopped saying no and started saying yes, I started accepting stuff, with not even having any pre-existing experiences with knowing how to make a business card, knowing how to make a media kit, knowing how to do logos, nothing. Mm-hmm. So literally I was like, I'm starting a whole brand new. So literally everything I was doing, I posted online, I posted online. So literally everyone was seeing firsthand what I was doing, but I was also seeing that firsthand at the same like time. So learning. I was learning and everyone was seeing as I learned. Mm-hmm. So it was like, it wasn't like, oh, You've been doing this this whole time behind our backs, and mm-hmm. you didn't say They're nothing. Not sure. right. I'm like, no. The same time you're seeing this, I'm seeing it too. Mm-hmm. So, uh, what were you saying? What platform were you using? Um, that was Instagram at the time. It was just only purely Instagram. A little bit of Facebook, but just literally Instagram. I already had a brand anyway because I was uh, I was a fitness like. I was just all into fitness, so my whole page was fitness, and I started going in and archiving everything, removing everything, and started posting more graphics and images and people caught wind because my page now shifted like I know Fender for this now she's starting to post this what's mm-hmm. going on um, but yeah so that that's what caused me to actually look up what am I doing since I'm doing this I'm doing this I'm doing this Google graphic designer mm-hmm. I was so sad <laughs> <laughs> why that at the age of 32 I did not even know what a graphic designer was and I'm like, yo, this is embarrassing. And I think, <laughs> I think it's culturally. Yeah. It's 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 solely based on the fact that culturally, our parents or culturally growing up and around in our surroundings, they do not talk about anything besides the typical lawyer, doctor, engineer, and nurse. Mm-hmm. And so I didn't know anything besides doctor, engineer, um, lawyer, or or nurse. Um, at all. So by the time I'm 32, I'm hearing, oh, you're a graphic designer, you're a graphic designer, you're a graphic designer. I'm like, okay, I guess I'm a graphic designer. But a part of me, and that's when like, this is when the devil seeps in in your your, uh, your insecurities. I was like, I'm not educated in this. Also, I Googled and I, I was looking at the faces of um, everyone associated with the word graphic designer. Oh. And I saw a white, Asian, 
Indian. That's mm-hmm. what I saw. I didn't see black. Yeah. A lot of black. Googling it, you don't see black. Mm-hmm. And at first I was like, there's enough graphic designers out there. They're fine. I don't need to be one of them. That I had to shift my mindset. And I had to think about the fact that no one looks like me. Um, I, if I'm a graphic designer, I should be able to to go against the grain. Um, first of all, I'm a black girl, black woman. I'm a big girl. Um, I like to wear nails. I like to wear weaves. I like to wear fur. And <laughs> and I'm just like, I could be a representation that other people that take they don't see, and I could be their representation. And and uh, and that's what really pushed me to actually actually go forward with it. So I told my parents, they were like, oh, yeah, so what are you going to do for work? And I was just like, I'm going to start my business. And they were like, I don't understand what that is. Like, right. Mind you, both my parents are both entrepreneurs. Really? Yes. So it, I, I'm not sure if they said that out of fear because I've seen them struggle and they themselves know that they struggled. Um, but they were just like, I don't know what this is. Go back to school for nursing. Go back to school for this. Go back to school for this. Mind you, originally I went to school for law, and I have n- never touched anything law-related because you after... You went to school for law? Yeah, went to school for law. Why? I never and... knew what you went to school for. Because <laughs> it law. didn't even matter. <laughs> <laughs> law. And after my brother had passed away, I was like, I don't care about school anymore. I don't care about anything else after that. I literally was like, done. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, I have no desire to continue any type of um, law you know, degree, law school, any of that. Mm-hmm. So... Um, but yeah, and so for them, it took them a while for them to understand what a de- graphic designer was um, that I created basically imagery and identity for businesses. Because again, to go back to culturally, it is doctor, nurse, engineer, lawyer, mm-hmm. um, and then wife, and then yeah, mother. mother. And so. Um, for them, I felt like I was a disappointment to them for years Damn. because of the fact that I was not going down the road of what they wanted me to go. And I've always been the black sheep. I've always gone against the grain. Um, and I and I know they know that. But honestly, I think a part of it, the part that made them scared was the fact that I said I was going to start my business and they were just like, no, you need to get paid. Because mm. I know it's not, it's not a consistent pay. It's mm-hmm. not... It's not easy. The road's not easy. Um, yeah. So after that, that was a lot of battling. There was a lot of back and forth because now I find something that I felt like this is mine and other people are saying no. And other people yeah. are your parents. And granted, like, I'm an adult, but I think some of the psychological things that we have to go through growing up, mm-hmm. we're, like, tethered and we're connected to our parents in ways that we're grown. We're physically grown, but sometimes the, our psych, our subconscious psyche causes us to think, I'm not good enough, mm-hmm. or I can't do this because I'm not making my parents proud. Mm-hmm. And that kind of caused me to kind of like stiff myself. Mm-hmm. But I had to break that again. I had to break that. And that comes with prayer, and it also comes with like self-realization and talking to myself like, I'm, I can do this. I can do this. I can do this. Um, and I failed so many times while I was doing it. And do they support you now? They do. Do they barely did, but this is weird. Arnold and Augusta, my parents. Arnold and Augusta, I call them by their first name. Arnold and Augusta, Mm -hmm. for people who don't know what I do, was very quick to say, Fan, I need a logo. I'm like, bruh, (laughs) 
what what are you gonna do with this logo? So my father started a whole new business again. Oh wow! So you inspired hey, them, low key. I, I today he called me. He's like, "With my design." I was like, "Bro, you're not even in the same country, so leave me alone." Oh my god! So <laughs> so um, yeah, my parents aren't hating me right now, but it was like it was literally pulling teeth and nails, and mm-hmm. I got into some fights. And you know, for a 32, 32, 33-year-old woman to still be living at home and fighting your parents about what you want to do with your right. life and what your career is, it. Bruh, it was exhausting. Yeah. I am not a crier, but I cried so much because I was like, I'm going to still fight for this. What I know that was given to me, this gift that I was able to provide for the bills that I have, but I'm not contributing to the house that I want, uh, to the, towards the house because I'm not making enough. Yeah. And um, your parents are just like, what are you doing with your life? You're not doing anything. And then they start doing these little things. And mind you, Growing, getting a little bit older in wisdom, I understand that that's their way of showing love mm. and not to tear you down. But it's hard for you to differentiate that because they don't know that. Because that's so probably. Rough. I feel like that's still hard to like. Yeah, it is. Like, it I know is you're very, saying that, but in my head, I'm like, hell and, no. Yeah, and I have to. I have to. Whew, this is hard. I have to recognize what is the devil's voice that's speaking. Uh. Because sometimes I think I have to, I said this to my father once and he was like, well, I was like, I'm not going to listen to you because right now the devil's using you to speak to me. Mm. And I'm just like, I love the energy. (laughs) I was like, we're not doing this because I think the devil's using you to get to me right now. And I know the the more I push forward, it's going to be some type of resistance. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, that they're a little bit, they're, they're much more like, they're much more acceptive of what I uh, what I'm doing now, but then again, that took three years, mm-hmm. um, and also they see fruit out of it. Now, if I was doing something and there was no fruit coming in, I understand. Mm-hmm. Um, like if I was rapping and I, had, and <laughs> no, I was selling like make, <laughs> if I was selling like mixtapes out of my truck, then yeah, yeah I could free Like I don't I don't have no fruit yeah. to show as an evidence. Um, but they kept on saying, like, I, I, they saw me getting ready to go to the office over at WeWork. They got me. They saw me getting ready to have interviews at podcasts and TVs mm. and and doing instructions. And they were just like, you're always out. I, I don't fully understand uh, what you're doing, but I see you're working. And I and, and it got to a point where my body was so exhausted. My mother was like, like, she sees how hard I'm working. And I think at, at that point, she's like, yo, she's not really out here just wasting her time she's really working so anyway that's basically kind of a synopsis of what uh, my journey is but also like I have to go back and talk about the photography and how I got into branding so I started off with web design ended up with graphic design I had this camera that I bought back in April that I never used up until September my friends call me and say hey I need a photo shoot I want you to shoot me I was like I'm not a photographer they told me to shut up Mm-hmm. Um, and that I was still going to shoot them. And um, I shot them, and they posted it. And everyone was like, find out how much are you charging for the photo shoot? Man, man. My mom asked him to get a price sheet. I don't have a price sheet, so <laughs> I don't know. I was telling people, like, I'll do your shoot for $40. Oh, wow. I'll do your shoot for $75. I'll do your shoot, blah, blah, blah. And um, and I'm not going to – I'm going to toot my horn because I think we failed to toot our own horns. Mm-hmm. I had no pre-existing experience with shooting a camera, none. But the from my little first couple shoots, 
I'm like, I look back sometimes like, yo, for somebody who just started, this is pretty good. Yeah. I still look back at it like. You finessed it. You finessed it. <laughs> it's funny. I have a cousin named Finesse. Like a lot of my cousins. Really? I have a lot of family members who start with F-E-N. Interesting. So finesse is one of them. So you know, you go to YouTube and you go ahead and you learn these things, and you're like, "What can't I not do? Like, I could do this." What's funny is I didn't even use YouTube for any of these things. So you just really did it. Wow, that you just yeah. I think the moral here is start taking yourself seriously. Just yeah. I feel like your friends really. Every time you said no, your friends were like, "Anyways, come to the shoot. Right. Anyways, yeah. Come, like, do but the you have to understand, like, who. Your friends know you more than you know yourself sometimes. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they can see. The same way the devil knows you, your worth, your friends also know your worth as well. Except for they're going to be, one has an objective to kill you and destroy you, one has an uh, and others have objective to push you forward. Mm-hmm. When I told and sat down with my friends, I said, hey, guys, I was fired. They was like, good. I, I did not expect that as a reaction from them, but I got that. And it kind of pushed me like, okay, that means I can keep going. I don't know why they said good. They, they they saw something in me that I didn't see in myself. Um, but, yeah, so when I decided to start doing photography, people were like, oh, yeah, hire Fanny. She does everything. She does everything. She does everything. And I'm like, dang, I do do everything. But how do I find a way to marry all of them to become one thing so that people are not confused? Because yeah. people will get confused. People are simple. I'm going to be serious. People are dumb. So you have to simplify. You need to simplify as much as possible for these people. Yes. Get, you're too suck. Yeah. Everyone's dumb. I even we have some stupid moments, but yeah. gotta simplify. So I was like, I'm doing websites. I'm doing graphics. I'm doing flyers. I'm doing this. People are hitting me up. Like, does this look good for my brand? Does this look good on my page? I was like, okay. Well, I think I need to go into branding consulting. Then the photography hits up, and people are like, I need brand photography, and I'm like. I might as well put them together and become a branding agent, mm. a branding specialist. Went to a, a, an accelerated program. Accelerated, accelerated program is like a program that helps you, like, give you the tools so that you know how to run your business. Because at this time, I was only in it for about a, one less than two years. And then I decided that I, in order for me to be successful, I need to stop. Sh- I need to shift my mindset from entrepreneur to businesswoman. Because they're two different things. Entrepreneur, mm-hmm. um, it's just a fancy way to say it, you're a hustler. I am a hustler by mm-hmm. spirit and by by, uh, by inheritance. Haitians are the ultimate hustlers. Right. Um, naturally, where I am a hustler, but I need to stop hustling like I'm hungry and start thinking business wise, so that I can eat, my people can eat, and my future can eat. Mm-hmm. So that's how I started taking little courses and stuff like that. And that's when I decided to go from so phenomenal designing images, which was only one person, to so phenomenal agency group where I've ta- I've taken uh, other people to be a part a part of the group. Um, Nike is contracted. Like uh, she's there. This is my little T. My T. She's on my zippo. <laughs> In her bosoms. In her bosoms. And she's, she's that short, so she's at my bosoms. Right. How long has this taken, like, all together? Because sometimes people see the fruit, and they're like, bet, I could do it too. And then, like, two months, and they're like, Yo, people nah. swear. People swear. Like, people think it happens overnight. So yeah. how long has this taken you from, like, the day you got fired up until right now? Yeah. How long has it been? It's been three years and... What, three years and, like, six months? Three years and six months. But the thing is that people don't understand, to go back to the fact that people don't 
understand. Like, I make it look easy because of what I post. Mm-hmm. I post, I, but what I post is because I decide to post that. And I'm not going right. to show you my ugly. Right, like right. you're not gonna I'm cry not, on I'm live. Not, I'm not gonna cry on live. I'm not. I'm not <laughs> going to show you You know how I feel this. about people who cry on live. <laughs> now, if you're crying on live, there's something wrong with you. There's, there's a little on live, on snap, there. don't just don't just cry don't do public. that. If stop you're crying, that. stop posting it. <laughs> to be honest, where's with you, my I f- camera? I find that so annoying. I find time. it so irritating. That's my announcement. I'm done with that. Y'all heard it already. I got to say, I want to go back to the friends thing because I also feel like. Um, I don't want y'all hearing that and think that, you know, well, I I want y'all to hear that and hear that if you don't have those friends, then you don't have friends because I just feel like all of your friends should be like that. Like all of your friends should be able to push you in that way. I will say that I have been blessed with the family I chose. Okay. Mm -hmm. Which is your friends. That's my friends. Okay, cool. Because I can't choose my biological family. Like that came with the... That came with the package. Um, Is, were there any friends that you felt like didn't get it or didn't, you know, wasn't, you know, there for you or anything like that? Because uh, to be an entrepreneur, business person, you need that, like, support. You need that village. You definitely need that village. Because it gets crazy. Um, the ones that kind of fell, fell by the wayside, those are the ones that weren't really that close to me in the first place. Okay. So I'm no love lost. And also with age. People will, people will despise it. People mm-hmm. will leave. And I, I've gotten to a point where I've been hurt by friends before to a point where I'm not fighting anybody. If they leave, for whatever reason, I'm not going to argue with you. We, you're done. Uh, and there's no ill will. Like, I can still say hi to you. There's nothing uh, at all. But I think I am, am extremely blessed with the people that I do have that I can call friends. Mm-hmm. Um especially when I'll be in my own quiet space. And despite the fact that they're they're supporting me, I can still feel alone because I'm still an entrepreneur and I can't talk to them about certain things because they won't understand. Mm-hmm. They'll just say, no, you girl, you got this, you got this, but it's at the same time I need some, I need some guidance. And, um, but every time I doubt myself or I'm just like, Lord, am I really in this for, like, for the long haul? Am I really called? Am I really the right person? Maybe I should go back to a 95. And I get a random text message or call. It's just like, I just want to say I'm proud of you. Mm. So I, this, that's it. And those are the times I'm just like, God always hears my heart. And he's like, he always sends reminders. He sends people, whether they're ratchet as hell <laughs> or saved and sanctified, he will always send a voice that says, yo, I just love what you do. Mm-hmm. I just love how you do it. You do it this way. You're so clean. You're so whatever. Uh, keep doing what you're doing because we're paying attention. Even if I don't need your services, I'm paying attention. And I love what you do. Just keep going. And that just is a motivation in, a, in itself by itself. It's it's motivating for me to keep going. And it goes back to my why, which is like I have to keep going because it's not also realize it's not about me. Because it's going towards purpose, it's not about me. I'm being used as an instrument and a tool, so I'm going to keep going because my why was little black girls who don't know that this is a possibility. You can use your creativity mm-hmm. to make a to make a living and to provide for you, provide for your family, and possibly provide for your tribe and your community. I have, I, well, you, you're segueing into something I wanted to ask you because I feel like I deal with it as well is like when you're doing something that's so different that you've never seen 
done before because like you said you didn't even know gra- what a graphic designer was until nope. you were like 32 and honestly that That's was so sad honestly me too i didn't know what that was like so i didn't even sad. know what an entrepreneur was i didn't know freelancing i didn't know anything um and i feel like especially being haitian where maybe you come from a family where everybody has a job everybody's employed everybody's in the- i come up from a family where most people are in the medical field only two of them are accountants and even that is still like wow that's still nice um so being the one that's like not doing something traditionally and it looks like you're not doing anything at all like what what and you start doubting yourself what can you do in times where you just feel like all right like i'm doing something new i'm doing something different all eyes on me and this family Mm -hmm. i don't i don't know what to do i don't i'm starting to doubt myself like i'm starting to feel like maybe this wasn't the right decision. Maybe I didn't really hear from God on this one. Sometimes I actually, in the beginning, I think, oh, I'm lying, not even in the beginning. I think sometimes those thoughts do come up and surprise me, like, mm, you weren't called for this. So mm-hmm. it's, again, it's more so about your mindset. You need to shift your mindset because despite the fact, my my my, my pine, like those people, they're not going to be, First of all, I'm 35 now. They're not going to be like, oh, Melaja, Melaja. Right. So, and it's kind of embarrassing, you know, yeah, to be so, able to fall back and... <laughs> you yeah. So, for me, I just, like, I'm just going to do it. I'm going to bang it out. And I've been through so much in my life that I've been reminded that God got me. Faith-wise, I don't need to worry about that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then throughout this entrepreneurial experience, I realized that if I give it to him or I at least make him a sentence, sometimes I'm not going to say it like this all the time because, yeah. bruh, sometimes, you, sometimes I'll be yeah. forgetting God. And let's just be real. That's the truth. And that's the gag. Sometimes you forget to include God. I forget God. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I forget God. <laughs> <laughs> Who's that? <laughs> I forget God. And when, uh, but I did give him my, I gave him my business in the beginning. I said, um, I said, Lord, I can't drink this little more because every time I feel like burping. I'm about to burp. No, me too. Yo. I was like, I asked a question, I sick, and I'm like, whoosh. Chocolate movie, bush. Like, I, I'm like, dang. Um, oh my God, excuse me. You'll be forgetting God. I'll be forgetting God, yeah. Um, that's a nice clickbait, by the way. Yeah, right. I'll be forgetting God. Um, <laughs> But I remember giving it to him. I said, Lord, I don't know what the hell I'm doing. Mm-hmm. It's yours. Yeah. Literally, this agency is yours. I remember saying, like, yo, this agency, I would, this, I have no credit. It might be my hands. It might be my eyes that's creating, but I have no credit. Mm-hmm. Because the way that one thing can go as far as it does, I'm just like, I just, I just did what was on my heart to mm-hmm. create. And it just goes far. And I'm just like, that's not me. But I, I it, but I, I say all that to say, that God has continuously showed his face and showed out mm-hmm. throughout this whole entire process to show me like, girl, I got you. Yeah. So I think that operating in faith is very important when it comes to like, especially if you're someone who is in faith, um, for you to operate in it as well because uh, it's like, it's literally he's doing the work. I'm being the instrument doing this stuff and then I'm going with it. Cause sometimes I look at myself and it's like, yeah, it's kind of basic, but it's, it's blessing somebody else. And that mm-hmm. person is completely best blessing the things that they say that about their brand and about how I was able to help them in that brand. I'm like, 
instrument. Mm-hmm. I remember that um, earlier you said when you were looking up graphic designer, mm-hmm. no one looked like you. How has the industry, like, what does it look like now? And how are you bringing more visibility to, like, other people like you, like us? How are you changing the game? Or how is the game changing? It's still predominantly white and Asian or Indian. Uh, it's still predominantly that. Uh, them YouTube tutorials, the Indian Ooh, tutorials. They be speaking with their Indian accent. I'm like, you know what? <laughs> Maybe I should uh, pay attention in class. I'll get this in school. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, the representation is still prevalent. Like, it's still still there. It's still trying. But I've noticed a little bit more melanated creativity Mm -hmm. that is being, um, that is growing within the industry. And usually when I see things like that, I'm like, I don't have to be the only one that's eating. I can promote somebody else's stuff. Mm -hmm. And I think that's also something that's different about me, too. It's just like, I know I'm a branding agency. I know I could do all this for you, but I could also tell you about somebody else. And people are just like, that's your competitor. I'm just like, yeah, it's cool. It is competitor. But I'm also in a lane, too. Like, I don't accept everybody's request for to work with me. Maybe you could work with somebody else. And sometimes I'll say, like, oh, I got Nike. She's really good. I know she works with us, but she works on, on her own, too. So, dang, I'm about to burp again. <laughs> just do it. <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm such a sell up. <laughs> That's why I'm like, good, she's talking to every person on the side. Um, but I think that's dope. I, I feel like, specifically in the Haitian community, it gets even smaller. Like, yeah. I remember when I first came across your page and I seen the Haitian flag on your bio, I was like, oh my God, oh my God. I was like, this is not real right now. It's not real. Like, I just feel like. To be to be black in a creative space or like you know an entrepreneur or whatever, and then to be Haitian in that space, I just feel like every time I see that, I'm just like, I know you went through some stuff to get here. Right. Like mm-hmm. I know, and I know a lot of it was from your family. Right. And I know a lot of it was from just the culture. Like I, it's just I, I already know. And it's always something about like you about Limunio. And I feel like that's a deterrent in itself. And I feel like that's why a lot of people like don't even follow their dreams because it's like yeah, they're not gonna stop talking. I might as well just yeah. get this law degree. To be honest with you, I know Arnold Augusta was like, I don't know what prayer they prayed over me, but they knew I was different. Oh, they, they, I think they really knew that I was different. My siblings go by the law. Yeah. I don't. Never yeah. done. Are you the youngest? She's I'm the second. So oh. That makes I'm sense. The, the middle is always interesting. But I was treated as the first because, uh, not been treated as the first. My older brother had cerebral palsy uh, before he passed. He had cerebral palsy. He couldn't walk or talk. So literally, I was their first operating child, like mm-hmm. the one that was fully mobile and active, and I was speaking. So I was like, Mind you, my brother's, at the time, my brother's still alive. Mm-hmm. And they, they would always say, like, you're the example. Your kids are going to, the kids, are, other kids are going to look at you as an example. Oh, they sure did. Because every time I got my ass beat, they were like, let me, let my, the me other ones were like, I don't want that. Yeah. But I mean, I wish my sister did a little judging up. And I'm just over here. I, I look, I look at my siblings. They're all old. They're like the youngest is 27, mm-hmm. and I'm just like, y'all, y'all don't do nothing. Right? Like I <laughs> suffered for what? Like what did I suffer <laughs> for? Paved the way for no reason. I paid nothing, but I paid. I a, wish. I, I looked at the. I look at it like now it's just their waste. Not to say I love you guys. They're not a waste. Um, but I also paved the way for myself because it got to a point where my parents are just like, ah, oh, that's Fena. Mm-hmm. 
I wish they would be like, ah, oh, that's Nike. They still don't first get of me. All, they still don't get my vibe. First of all, like, deep down inside, when I got my nose pierced last year, I was like, oh my gosh, what did mommy, mommy and daddy got to think about it? And it's so funny, I got my pierced, and people who are older than me hit me up like, yo, what your mom said? <laughs> so yo, that's really it. how it be. <laughs> I was like, when I, I see mean, a tatted Haitian, I'd be like, your mom saw that? Yeah, like, so I said, I mean, she didn't say much. My, my daddy hated it. And she was like, they were like, what? And, I, and she was like, oh, I'm going to go get my my nose pierced. She's 20, she was 37, and she got her nose pierced. And she was like, yo, I'm trying to hide it from my mom. And I'm just like, and it goes back to, you're not even living in the house with your mom. You're oh still scared. Oh, my God. She wasn't living in the house. No. No, but I feel you. It's just one just like the PTSD. Just, it's just, it's PTSD. It's, just, it's it like, doesn't matter. You can hear their voice. It's like, I, I joke about this all the time. I say, like, if I were to be reincarnated, what would I come back as? I would say I would still come back Haitian. And because being Haitian growing up, I, we can laugh about it now, but I think it's because of our thick skin, us being black, j- period. Right. We make jokes out of bad situations. Yeah. But being Haitian, we definitely make jokes about it. And But I don't think that their way of disciplining was even effective, to be very honest. It, 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 it none of it is none, none of it is it effective. Wasn't. Mentally destructive, maybe, but not effective. Yeah. yeah. So... <laughs> It's like you have a consistent drill sergeant in your head. Your father and mother could possibly be dead, and you're still thinking about these things. Yeah. Your parents are in a whole different country. You're still thinking about these things. I had to literally rebuke my thoughts sometimes. Mm-hmm. They still show up, but there's a, they, I still have to rebuke it. Mm-hmm. Because I'm just like, if I still listen to this, I'm stuck here when I should be here. Right. And... um. I talked to a therapist this year because I broke uh, I like broke out down crying, and I was like I'm not doing enough, mm. and I'm not I'm not doing enough I'm not doing enough, and Tamar you know Tamar, mm. best friend whoop whoop, um, she was like you feel like you don't do enough like her face was so confused like but you do so much, but it was the back of my mind those voices came back up. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, yo, this is this is the, these things that our parents say to us. They don't understand the ramifications of these things, uh, bruh. Even this bruh. podcast, my parents be like, "Ooh, ooh you about club?" And I'm like, "No, it's for fun." And they just don't get that. Or like, "No, it's just the outlet." Or like, right? It's or just, just a lack of excitement. It's just something I want to build. Yeah. And they're just like, "Okay." They're like, "Oh." Right. When I was leaving, like, I was like. Get it. I was like, I went in the studio. She's like, we'll see that for bye, sir. Dang, girl, so I don't tell you nothing. No, when I when I discovered, not discovered, when the Lord told me that I was a graphic designer and, like, this was supposed to be my space, I was relieved because for years I was just failing classes, like, not doing yeah. well. Went on a 21-day fast, and I was like, I got to figure it out. I figured it out and everything. And then when I finally, like, told my parents, it was like, they were so disappointed. I'm like, I don't fought to even find out what it was. And when I told them, my dad was so pissed. Like, he was just like, this is what you came up with. Like, what is, like, he was so pissed. I almost cried. I don't cry either. But I was getting choked up. I was like, <clears throat> just so sad because I'm like, dang, like, this is, yeah, this is all I could come up with. Like, I'm sorry. I can't do nursing. I can't. You know me. Oh, God. I can't do it. I feel like to be a nurse, it's one of two things. You either have the passion or you're just a hard, a really hard worker and you can do that. <laughs> like, and I'm neither for that field. So I'm just like, yeah, yeah. It's just, honestly, you just you just got to eat it up when you um, figure that you're not going to go through the traditional routes. You know, you're officially an alternative Haitian. 
Um, you're not the traditional. It's okay. I you think just it's gotta also, block it out. It's also important for. I think in the beginning, like I was doing a lot of speaking at schools and high, like mm. schools specifically, like yeah. saying like, "Hey." And I remember one day specifically. I'm walking in, and then I do my little bio, give him a little synopsis of my history. And I said, hey, guys, I'm Haitian. This girl in the back gasped. Really? And I... That's crazy. And I was just like, oh, my gosh. you could." She confirmed my why. Yeah. Because she had no idea that, that you could do this. Yeah. At all. And so, I, yo... Yeah. Even when I see Haitians on like TV, Haitians in, on the radio, or just Haitians being like a correspondent or whatever, I'm just like, yo, that's so dope. And I know, again, it took you a lot to get here. Right. Yeah. And the same way you saw the flag in her bio, and you like, that's yeah. how I feel when I stumble across someone's page and I see the flag and they're doing something dope. Yeah. I'm like, yo, you're a film creator, whatever that is. Yo, good job. Right? <laughs> He's like, whatever. That yo, anytime is. I see the flag and it's like non traditional, I'm so happy. And especially yeah. when they they're killing it and they're yeah. getting recognized i'm just like bro you go because i know it took a lot for you to get there one thing too that i noticed about you which i feel like anybody would notice about you is that you have a personality like Do you're I? not you definitely have a personality like fennett is not like she's not your average joe you know she will you know You'll get her personality straight off. Like, she'll be like, hi, hi what's your name? And she'll be like, oh, you know, like, she'll mm. give you the personality. Where I you, give you straight You give vibes. straight, like, yourself. Like, I feel like if somebody spends a day with you, they know, they know who you are. As they should. And how do you feel about, like, bringing that into your work, bringing that into what you do, and just, like, not being so, like, rigid? Because uh, you're a businesswoman, too. One so. thing, authenticity brings... It is what really attracts people. Yeah. Your authenticity. I look at it as light. Your light. And not to call people flies, but flies are attracted to light. Mm-hmm. So I, thought, I, th- I think I saw a fly and something was in front of me. Um, I do my best to be the same person in and out of a, a meeting, in and out of church, in and out of everything. I, I, I'm pretty consistent. Like Y'all hear that? In and, and out of church? Yeah. <laughs> In and out of church. Um, it's funny story. Se- segue. Um, I twerk a lot. Okay. Ha- we love to. We love a twerker. Not really twerk because back in there. But <laughs> but it's funny. It's like they know me as, at church as the girl who twerks. You be twerking at church. You be twerking yeah. for the Lord. Yeah. Okay, praise God. I mean, that actually twerk for the Lord. <laughs> All right. She twerk for the Lord, y'all. Twerk for the Lord was actually my my um my hashtag. From when I left the hospital years ago, okay. when I had my surgery, I was like twerk for the Lord because oh, yeah. yeah, she said she gonna praise him how she can. Yeah, yes. <laughs> yo, I'm gonna tell you this: God is my nigga. God is my nigga. That's, that's my right. Yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know when you have your own relationship with him, I, I, I'm sorry, that's I can't. My, that, that's her relationship. That's my relationship. That's I, my nigga. You know, that's uh, yeah. that's her. Yeah. Yeah. Who am I to judge? There's people he, that call God daddy. You know, I don't even like that one either. Yeah, he's my true. father. He's my protector. He's my, he's, he, he's my provider. He's my nigga. Like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's, that's basically. Like, he's your nigga. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you be going to pray like, what's, what's good that? God? You know, I just want to thank you. Okay, gotcha. I give pray hands. Oh. <laughs> okay. Okay, so you think God, when you enter the, his gates with Thanksgiving, you come like this. 
Okay, bad. Bird, bird man, All right. Birdman hand rub. Birdman hands for Jesus. All right. Let me not Got tell anybody. You're going to hear how dry my hands are. <laughs> how dry they? <laughs> Hella dry. Okay, but that's dope. See, even with that, you bring your personality into it, like your own, you know, relationship with God. And that's super yeah. dope. Yeah. Um, But also, my personality is... It's God-given. I'm going to use it to the mm-hmm. best of my ability. Um, but people are not attracted. They they have no connectivity to a brand. They have connectivity to people. Mm. So I make sure that uh, I'm always Fena all the time. And I know my one thing my mother always says is that Fena is always Fena. Because mm. she's like, I've always been like that since a child. Because I have a childlike heart. Um, I like to have fun. I like to giggle. I like to laugh. My laugh is pretty disrespectful. Um, yeah, I just I'm. I never take things seriously. I've been through too much in my life for me to take anything seriously. To be honest with you, because I only got one life to live. Yolo. Okay. You only <laughs> live once. Oh yeah, you only yeah. live once. Yolo. Okay. I only got one life to live. There's no sense of me taking to. Being so like whatever, but it had took me a while to know that though, because mm-hmm. when I said I was gonna start a business, I thought I had to be, right. yeah, like business, always yeah. business, always so serious, stern and serious. Mm-hmm. That's not me, bro. That's not me, and it's crazy because I'm super black. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm I'm pro black anything. Like <laughs> anyone can check out my page. I will always put put out black, and I still get these white businesses contacting mm-hmm. me and that's what me being my authentic and true self they were my favorite rap line from Jay-Z literally says getting white money but I'm still black mm, okay Jay-Z I so like that. that's one thing that I will stay true to is myself and as I keep being myself keep being true and 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 just just being authentic I, I yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like you're not even going to get all of me here today. Yeah. Because, you know, I'm being, like, a good interview. Interviewing. <laughs> Do you have anything to add, Patina? No, I was just going to say, though, I think it's, like, really good that you said that because I think there's a lot of people that feel like their personality personality probably won't fit in the box that, like, people are trying to put them in or in the career they're trying to go for. So they try to, like, you know, switch it up. And the whole time they're suppressing who they are, trying to appease the people who probably don't even care. Don't suppress it. It's like dating men, y'all. Okay. Or just dating, period. I remember growing up, right, I was dating first, beginning. Um, story time. Story time, whatever. It's not, It's going to be so big. <laughs> I would always <laughs> shift and mold myself in a way that I think that that man would like me. Yeah, and I hear that. it just never worked out. Mm. And up until I was just like, oh yeah, you can't cuss here. Um, <laughs> F it. Yeah. <laughs> F it, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> F it. I'm just going to be me. Man, listen. Get to go to. I just was like, oh my gosh. Up until I prayed, I prayed to the Lord. I was like, well, Jesus, no, they're not going to align with my purpose. Let them leave. And they left. All these but, niggas in my DM. Get out. <laughs> niggas everywhere. <laughs> that's your vibe, right? I think that's what I heard you say. Too many niggas in your DM. I never said too many niggas. I just be like, they're just becoming. I'm sorry. That's what I heard. Well, so your point. <laughs> <laughs> was like, well, 
So your point, but yeah, do not mold yourself into anything. I don't, and I don't think it's gonna even. It won't last. It won't. Yeah, it won't. It won't last. You can't keep up. You're gonna get tired. Exactly. There's no way. Yeah, it's it's gonna. Yeah, it's gonna get. There's absolutely no way that you can keep up with. It's gonna crack. It's gonna come out. Like that's how I feel about code switching. I could only code switch for so long. Right, and then you just stop. I used to code switch at this bank I worked at. Yeah, it's and then I just got black all of a sudden, and and she was like, "Oh my god, you sound like a rapper. Do that again." Say what's up? Wait a minute, hold on. <laughs> who, who said this? My my supervisor at this private bank I worked Yo, at. Oh my trash. god! And then she, she was like, say, "Not that. Say that other word. Say what's up, ma." I was like, "Yeah, bro." Oh wow. my god! <laughs> I would have went straight to the, HR. The things. Straight I was like eighteen, so you know I was a little, mm. you know, a little shy. Straight a little to, shy. Straight to HR. Um, I guess we could wrap it up with you just giving advice to our um, Haitian young people out there, or. Or older people out there, because you you discovered this not too long ago. Not too long ago. Um, right. Only young, three and some years. She's, she's a teen. She's a teen. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody out there who feels like they're not happy where they are, they, are, they might want to go um, to a, tra- a non-traditional route, what advice do you have for them? The, the, I'm, I'm a pure example of your timeline don't mean beep. Um, <laughs> I like the sound effects. Thank you. Wait, say that one more time for these twenty-year-olds, man. Because I feel like a lot of people our age are just depressed at and, twenty-two and for you know no what? reason. The twenty-year-olds know that uh, their life is not over yet. Yeah, yes. yes. no, remind no. us. Remind us. Um, yeah, your your timeline don't mean mm-hmm. at all. Um, you just itching to swear. You yes, itching. It's funny. It's like growing up, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm not swearing. Oh my gosh, I'm not swearing. The older I get, I'm just like, I don't give a damn. I'm gonna say it. <laughs> I'm just gonna say it, but anyway, so yeah, age, um, age is really just a number. As long as there's air and oxygen in your in, in filling up your lungs, there is still time. And we, what really hinders a lot of people is their is their is how they think they can control everything. They can, like, honestly, you can only control what you can't control, but life in itself, it's, I mean, you can't really control that. And I thought I was, by the time I was going to be 25, I was going to have a white picket fence, a husband with curly S-curl hair, um, and, like, four kids, and, I don't know, uh, a Beamer. I, I, I have no idea. That's so long ago. And I look back, I look back now as, as I'm 35, I'm like, uh, there's no possible way I could have done any of that at 25 because my mental was not there. Mm-hmm. But, um, but for him to reveal to me at the tender age of 32, actually he was 31, I was turning 32 like days after, uh, at 32, like, no, you're going to start now. You're going to start here. This is the beginning of the rest of your life. And if that and I, timing is also perfect too because if he had given me this gift like maybe five years ago, I was not going to be ready to receive it. Mm-hmm. He gave it to me at a perfect time that I was ready to take things seriously and be something about myself. Uh, so And that took time. So your time means nothing. I would just say the best thing for me to say, as cliche as it is, seek first the kingdom of God. Mm-hmm. That's it. Mm-hmm. That is it. And everything will literally fall into place. 
There have been rooms I've been in that I don't know how I get them. I get in. There have been events that I go to. I don't know how I've, I've gotten in. Um, there have been opportunities that I've been able to shoot and work with. I don't know how I got in. I know they're looking at my work, but still, there are a lot of other dope people out there. Mm. There's so many other dope people out there. And I used to say, why me? I had to stop asking why me and be like, I deserve to be in this space. But it's really... This, it's time. You need time to heal from some things that from your past. You need time to grow up in senses because I feel like when I was in school, I didn't take it seriously either. Like, But now that I have something that I love and I love the reactions that my work can do for businesses and for people, it's, I mean, I wasn't able to do that years ago. Mm. So time is really, your timing means nothing. But, you know, use your time wisely. And, yeah, that's pretty much it. Use your time wisely and your time means nothing to you. Like Use your time wisely, you, yet it means nothing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Time is so expensive. You it's the only thing that you will never get back. You will never get, you will never get time back. It's mad expensive. Listen to her. You'll miss it if you don't listen. You'll miss it. It's mad expensive. Anyways, wow. thank you, Fena, for coming on. Round of applause. I made it. I made it. And where can the people follow you yes. and see um, your work? I got like 20 IG pages. Um, yeah, but primarily, you can find me at So Phenomenal, at So Phenomenal, which is S O F is a Frank E N O M E N A L. I have a hard time really saying it out, yeah. but I just type it and spell it quickly. But spelling it out is wow. And that. <laughs> it's okay. Ooh. They need to hurry up and sponsor us. That right. smells like Kola Lakai. Okay. Um, Kola Lakai, you see us, please. <laughs> Don't make us beg. I'm only saying this once. Um, but yeah, so once you follow So Phenomenal, you will see underneath in my bio that you can find So Phenomenal Agency Group and also my photography page. Separated all three of them just so that no one's confused. People need to have clarity when they come on your page. So, yes. All right. Thank you guys for listening, watching. This was Liquor Lickleys by Kai. Yeah, let's cheers. Cheers. Follow us at on Instagram and also at Lickleys on Twitter. Um, We're also on YouTube at yeah. Lickleys and you could email us at lickleslyspod at gmail.com for bookings or whatever you want. Just holla at us. And that is it. Thank you guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.